0: Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, Masters in Exercise Science and Minor in Reality, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, we looked at the question of how accurate is your fitness tracker? and We found that by and large, they're pretty good. So if that's a topic that interests you, go back and listen to last week's episode. Well, this week, we're going to tackle the problem of do you really need multivitamin. Before we get started, in several of the past episodes, I've made the joke, you know, I'm not getting paid by this industry. I'm going to get paid by this industry. In this one, I do need to, in all fairness, say that I not only take a multivitamin on a regular basis, so I have a confirmation bias that I think that they're good. Um, I also actually sell multivitamins. I represent a a vitamin company, so there is a conflict of interest here, but I, I hope that it will not cloud my judgment on this issue. So, why do I take a multivitamin? Well, I do it as kind of an insurance policy. I do it to fill in the gaps of my diet. And I think my diet is really good. Um, It's it's probably way above average. However, in a survey that was done, 75% of Americans say that their diet is either good, very good, or excellent. Now, I know you realize how averages work. We can't all be above average. So some of us are probably not being 100% honest, especially when you consider that 80% of all Americans do not get their five servings of fruits and vegetables a day. And five servings is Mm -hmm. the minimum. That's not the maximum. That's, That's as low as you should go for health. And the American Heart Association says that adults in America eat three times the amount of sugar that is recommended per day. Yikes. So Probably our diet isn't as good, but are we just liars or are we stupid or what's the problem? A lot of it is with marketing. You can get convinced that something is healthy just because it's been repeated. If something says high protein on it, people are going to buy it because it's got to be good for you because we all need protein and and don't get me wrong we do need protein it's just not quite as important as everything makes it sound whenever they're trying to advertise it or you know you get a granola bar that's just absolutely loaded with sugar but because it's a granola bar hey it's got to be healthy right or you look at a a thing that says 100 percent fruit juice and then it has an ingredient list of about five or six things anyway I, i digress So if we had a good diet, like we all think we have a good diet, then we really shouldn't need an insurance policy of a multivitamin, multimineral. There was a large study done, and they looked at 20 different micronutrients. Now, micronutrients are your vitamins and minerals and things like that, things that you don't need a big spoonful of it, but you have to have some of it to stay healthy. Almost all of us have heard of the recommended daily allowance. That's the amount that... uh, about 95% of the population would not suffer a deficiency, some kind of a illness because of a deficiency. Then there's the adequate daily intake, the AI. That is the amount that 100% of the population would be healthy. And then there's the estimated average requirement, and that's the amount that half of the population shouldn't suffer any kind of negative effects if they got that much. So when they looked at 20 mac- micronutrients, They found that in the American diet, the deficiency for the estimated average requirement, which is the lowest one of those, so that 50% of the population wouldn't suffer, we ranged from 1% deficient to 98% deficient in these 20 different micronutrients. Nine of the 20 were 40% or higher in the amount of deficiency that we had. Of the others, almost all of them, the reason that you got the adequate amount was because your food is fortified. So like, if you look at your cereal, fortified with eight essential vitamins and minerals, and it's because they went ahead and put the vitamin in your food for you. So what happens if you don't get enough of the vitamins and minerals? I mean, you can get anemia and pellagra and beriberi and scurvy. You don't have that much of this. We're not that deficient. But some of the things that you can have is fatigue, just general fatigue, um, lower infection fighting ability, impaired attention, memory, and mood. And it's also been found to contribute to some cancers, heart disease, type 2 diabetes, osteoporosis, and age-related eye disorder. Nutritional deficiencies cause an 80% increase in obesity, and that's probably, they think that it's probably because as your body is craving some of these vitamins and minerals, you recognize that as a sense of hunger instead of you need a specific vitamin, so you eat more, and obviously if you eat more and you eat it, you don't burn it, you're going to sit on it, remember? Inadequacy in just four, in any four of these, increases your risk of depression. So, what do we do about it? 52.7% of Americans took a multivitamin last year. That's a $39 billion industry. And unfortunately, it's a $39 billion, very unregulated industry. Some of the vitamins have what they say they have in them. Some of them don't. Some of them will actually dissolve when you swallow them. Some pass right out without dissolving. So there's a lot of variation, and it's not always based on price. Some of the very expensive uh, supplements are not that good, and some of the cheap supplements, that good. However, the bottom line is, do they help? And the answer to that question is, maybe. It's been shown, there was one study They took a large group of people and they just gave them a multivitamin, multimineral supplement for a year. They did a blood test before they did a blood test after they came up with a standard of what was healthy at the beginning. 35% were healthy at the end. 75% were healthy. It's kind of arbitrary, but it did show that just taking the vitamin mineral supplement did improve your blood biomarkers. Um, There have been some that found that it reduces your general overall inflammation, which is C-reactive protein, which is uh, one of the biggest biggest indicators of a heart attack. The 2006 very large study showed that people who use vitamins had lower level of deficiency than non-vitamin users. However, they also found out that people who use vitamins had a much healthier lifestyle and a much better diet than those that didn't use vitamins. So we have shown that micronutrient deficiencies cause certain diseases. We've also shown that supplementation will relieve those deficiencies. Therefore, taking a multivitamin or multivitamin, multimineral should really increase your longevity. Long-term studies tend to show that it really does not. It doesn't greatly reduce your chance of dementia. It doesn't greatly reduce your chance of dying younger. It doesn't greatly reduce your chance of heart attack. So what do you do? Well, almost everybody, the first thing they say is, oh, well, you just need to eat a better diet. Well, most of us aren't going to do that you know there there's only so many Brussels sprouts you can choke down so what's the other than major lifestyle changes what do you do a vast majority of nutritionists and physicians stated in their papers that in the absence of a major lifestyle change that nutritional supplements were a good alternative so do you need a multivitamin or not chances are extremely good that if you either have a crappy diet or you're an active person, or both of those, you would probably benefit from taking a multivitamin, multimineral supplement. That being said, when you look for a a vitamin and mineral supplement, you want to make sure that you get one that does not have ridiculously high amounts of anything. Like if you look at something that's got 400% of the recommended daily allowance, then you probably want to adapt how much you take. Um, Some of these, it's like if you take two pills in the morning and two pills in the evening, you get these really high levels. Well, you take one in the morning and one in the evening or just one in the morning. So there are ways to to make your supplementation healthier. So I still haven't answered the question. Vitamin, no vitamin. And I think I'm going to have to say it's kind of up to you. I personally don't like the thought of being to disease-causing deficiency state in something. However, the disease-causing deficiency, it's more, for most of these, it's more of an inconvenience-causing deficiency instead of a horrible affliction-causing deficiency. So really, do you need one? Eh, Probably not. Um, Do a lot of people feel better that they took one, whether it's all in their mind or whether it's physically? Yes, they do. So... If you're a multivitamin taker, they're at least not going to hurt you, and there's a lot of studies out there that say they are going to help you, so you make the decision, and hopefully this will help you on your fitness journey. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music, Paulson for the great intro work, and I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.